0: Alright, right. I'm going to start a new series, turn to Galatians chapter 1. Galatians chapter 1. And purpose for this, we did something similar one long time ago. But uh, we're going to go through the book of Galatians. We're going to go through sort of a verse-by-verse verse type uh, format. And, uh, but the purpose is as we look at Galatians, Galatians is probably the best book, if you will, laying out um, what salvation is, especially in light of uh, today, there seems so much attacks in uh, trying to get a form of work salvation or. Or uh, what I call sometimes a backdoor work salvation, or you got to do something or add something, and uh, Galatians really helps that, especially if someone's struggling. Maybe you're not sure, or I've met people helping or looking. I believe they got saved, and then they hear someone else preach that preaches it a different way. And they get confused. And, and that's part of Satan's tactics is to take salvation. And if he can't have your soul, in other words, keep you from being saved in the first place, the next best thing he can do is keep you living in doubt of salvation and, and confusion so that you don't, you're not effective as you could be for God. And uh, Galatians really helps with this subject and a few other things. But but uh, so, <clears throat> um, just a little bit of, of background. I believe that uh, Galatians was probably written on Paul's third missionary journey uh, from Ephesus. And uh, there is... Uh, but there's some other things. He he uh, visited some of the churches, and we'll see in a moment on scripture. There's multiple churches. He's not. It's a region. There's several churches involved in this letter. It's not directed to a person. It's um. If if I read it right and and, and understand right, just at a quick glance, I didn't study this. Just got a brief note that uh, th- there's no specific people. Um, that this is addressed to. I mean, there's some names mentioned in, in some events, but but uh, that this is not to a specific church or a specific person. And uh, so the uh, <clears throat> but it's it's the people. Remember, Galatia is is uh, now you're getting over in the area closer to Greece. Remember, Paul went to Gentiles, and we'll deal with that. We'll see that in the scripture. And uh, so. So some of the background there, and they had different uh, uh, culture and customs than the Jews. Now, the, the, one of the things addressed in that, and the reason that's important, that doesn't mean that every culture and custom and everything is okay or correct. What I mean by that is it's okay for a different country or people group in the world to have different customs than I do. And, or the Jews did, if you go back to Bible. That's not the issue. The issue is when those things cross into salvation or, or they make their false religion a big part of their custom. If it's against God, it's against God no matter where it comes from. And, uh, so that, that's what's being addressed here. And it actually talks about some of the okay of, the, of the, the custom or type of people versus we're dealing specifically with salvation. And, uh, so, that's, uh, um, so that's, I think, with the, this is the strongest book in the defense of this idea of justification. And uh, I know that's a brief background, but that's, that's plenty. We just want to get into the, uh, uh, the Bible here. So uh, um, I, I'm going to read, um, this is not normally my style, but I went through a couple different angles of this. And uh, the way I looked at Galatians, is uh, this is just the best way I believe to understand what's going on. So what I mean by that is, if we read a verse and talk about it, it's not a smooth reading like sometimes we we may do. And uh, but anyway, so sorry, Galatians chapter one and verse one. Paul, an apostle, notice the clarification here: not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father. Who raised him from the dead. So it's Paul is 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 showing that he's an apostle. He's not picked by men. He's not just somebody sent out and and have other men's approval. He's picked by God as an apostle by Jesus Christ. Verse two, part of the introduction, and and all the brethren which were with me unto the churches of Galatians. Notice we learn it's plural churches. uh, Grace uh, be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ and that's Paul's typical formal greeting and uh, but now we've mentioned Jesus Christ so verse 4 goes right off of that who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our father to whom be glory forever and ever and uh, so he clarified in his greeting that that's about, uh, <clears throat> um, that that verse, it's talking about Jesus. He goes right into verse um, 4, who gave himself for. So that's how we got, that's how we got saved. Paul deals with that in a lot of his writings where he reminds people, this is what you got. That's going to be important later. And we're going to reference that thought again in a little while. That, uh, hey, don't, don't forget how you got saved. Uh, don't, don't forget what you did. You know, many false doctrines I find, especially those with some element of works, um, that, uh, are teaching. Um, Calvinism is a big one that, that people get works and crazy ideas in that are contrary to scripture. And, uh, what, what they do is they didn't get saved through that group. They didn't get saved that way. Uh, they got saved. And then somewhere along the way, uh, they got that false teaching and changed and went that direction. And, uh, so, uh, and as it's, it's possible, that someone may have gotten saved and had some misunderstandings and the doctrine of it and all that. I'm not saying no one ever got saved through a church that teaches some of that stuff. If they got a gospel right and someone still got saved, uh, but, but most of the people that I've met, talked to, seen ha- have been, they got saved and then somewhere along the way, they got educated <laughs> and in, uh, in the religion or, or the bad doctrine or whatever. And uh, so this is important. Got Paul here is reminding these people in the churches, hey, this is what you got. This is how you got it. This is how you got saved. And uh, <clears throat> um, the the uh, so he's referring back to, to Christ here, and it uh, gives the glory to God, which is important in verse 5. Now he gets right into it. In verse 6, I marvel... That ye are so soon removed from him that called you into grace of, into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Notice he's calling it another gospel. Now gospel, when Paul uses it many times in the Bible is an idea of good news. Gospel means good news. Um, it's a, it's a letter. Yes, when it's talking about salvation, we use the term, it's the gospel. Um, or the gospel of Christ or something along that when we're talking about salvation. But, but uh, Paul uses the term over and over again and, or some letters, he refers to my gospel. Paul did not get a new way to get saved. We'll deal with that a little bit more in a moment. And uh, there's some people out there teaching that, that somehow Paul got this new way to get saved and is different from other parts of the Bible and and, and all that nonsense. Um, That's not Bible. That's not what Paul's saying. He's just using it as the generic term of it's a good news. It's a message it's a, it's uh a, it's an idea or his letters might be referred to as a gospel. Um that's why the the first four books of the New Testament are called the gospels. Um it, there's not more than one way to be saved in those four books. They're four different books about the good news. So it's gospels plural. Um, it's, it's, uh, so don't read into these words. Yes, we use the gospel as a term for the way to be saved. And because it's good news. But, uh, the, the gospel, the word gospel is used over and over in the Bible. And, and it refers to, it. so it's referred, that's why you can't be saved. In other words, it says that, uh, um, that I marvel that you're so soon removed from Him that called you into the grace of Christ, is unto another gospel. You didn't change. You weren't they, these people weren't saved. He already called them brethren, um, and and uh, that's more in verse two. It's the churches. And he called them brethren. They're saved people. He's writing to. They didn't get unsaved and go get saved another way. That's not what he means by called into another gospel. He said um, that they just started believing in another message. They're saved, but they, they got caught up in another direction. And uh, so in uh, verse 7, still clarifying on that, on that thought, which is not another, but these be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. And uh, so notice he clarifies the gospel of Christ, salvation. Again, that idea, because it goes along with it, and, and what's being dealt with in Galatians. So I'm going to mention, there's some groups out there even today that say there's different ways to be saved all the way through the Bible, um, where there was work salvation in the Old Testament, and, and the apostles, not very even. Jesus preached a different kind of gospel, and then all of a sudden Paul got this miraculous thing from God that, that got this new gospel or new way to be saved, and that's what he's teaching. That's not what he said. Paul here referenced the gospel of Christ. Um, that's what Paul was teaching. You get saved by the gospel of Christ and uh, what Christ did on the cross. And uh, he already said that in, uh, um, in verse 4, who came to deliver f- uh, for our sins, and uh, that he mentions the gospel of Christ. So, So that is the gospel he's talking about when it comes to salvation. Verse 8, but though we... Or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. And as we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. So he's reminding them twice. First of all, if even if an angel, if a man, an angel, Judas, sit up, anybody comes and preaches a different gospel than what Christ said, than what we preach of Christ's gospel, than, than what we've already preached unto, let him be accursed. Then he clarified it. Then he say, then he clarified it. Said, if ye, uh, I lost my word. And before I say again, if any man preach unto you a gospel, then that. Than that ye have received. In other words, you already received the gospel. In other words, we preach the gospel to you. You understood that gospel. You received that gospel. That's how you got saved. If anyone preaches anything different than what you've already received, that you understood, that's how you got saved. Um, So if it's different, it's wrong. Let those people be accursed. And that's a big deal. I I wish people out there would understand that. And, uh, there's even Baptists out there trying to add works to salvation and changing the gospel of what Christ said. And, and, uh, it doesn't matter what names on their sign. If they're preaching something different, um, the Bible says they're to be accursed and uh, that's not a good place to be with God. And, uh, so we need to understand, Hey, what does the Bible say about my salvation? And, uh, we 've taught a lot here on on having peace and joy in our life and and things understanding salvation is the foundation for being able to have peace in my daily life and uh, so we have to understand this um, one is as a preacher i don 't want to be a curse in what I preach but but also I want to preach the truth in a way that I can be a help to people and give people that uh, a blessing. So he gave that that admittance. If someone else says something different, let them be accursed. And uh, so verse 10, he said, for do I now persuade men or God? Or do I speak to please men? For if I yet I yet please men, I should not be the servant of God. He said, I'm not trying to preach to be popular. I- I'm not trying to preach to to persuade men to come to my cause or, or, or to build a following. He said, I, I'm, I'm here to, he said, if I, yet I please men, I should not be the servant of God. He said, if, if my agenda was to fit in, if my agenda was to please men, if I was trying to be popular, if I was trying to grow a following, uh, and get people to follow me, it's, he said, that's, that's not the goal. He said, then I'm not a servant of God. And then it's then it's selfish. People want to want to fit in or feel what they think the mainstream is or whatever people are teaching. And he said that's not the goal. He said my goal is to please God. And uh, for but verse eleven, but I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. He said this is not something man gave. It's not after man. This is not a man's idea. This is not a man's opinion. Um, One one of the things coming into as far along as we are in history is when you come out, see, Paul here is talking. Paul had two things, other references. We're not going to get into it deep today, but there's throughout Paul's writings in the New Testament, there's multiple times that he mentions the Old Testament or the prophets. He he told, uh, um, I believe it was Titus, Um, that, at, uh, maybe it was Timothy. I'm, I apologize. Remember? But he said that you have, you had the gospel. You had the prophets. And, and, uh, in other words, he was referring to the Old Testament that you were saved by. Uh, you understood those writings that you were saved by. So they had the Old Testament as the Bible and salvation they got saved and followed god as what they read in the old testament and uh, so they had that now they had the apostles that were with christ and paul being one of those apostles that were with christ and preaching and and the word of mouth they didn't realize that maybe they were the authors of what was the next part of the bible but now we have the bible and then the problem is we have now about 2,000 years of history since the Bible's written where man has tried to put their own opinions and, and try to uh, so-called interpret the Bible and, and put all this religious education in. And and people want to go on because people want to be educated. People want to be um, have the knowledge, which is a good thing if it's the right source. But, but they come in and got all these ideas, and sometimes we've defaulted to the religious ideas of these things and, and taken on and mess with salvation, even people that mean well and don't think or don't want to. I, I heard uh, um, recently, uh, coming up again, it's been around a long time, but this the thing about misusing repentance and defining uh, repentance as a Catholic definition that you must turn from your sins to be saved. And uh, that comes from Catholic and came through Calvinism and, and, and all that stuff is where that idea comes from. That's not Bible. Um, but, the, uh, but, but they come up with it, and then they turn around and try to argue that you must turn from your sin to be saved, and then they try to make the argument that say that's not work salvation. If I had to do something, it's a work to get saved. If I have a part in my salvation other than receiving the gift, calling on the name of Christ and receiving the gift that God gave because of Christ's payment on the cross, anything other than that is a work if I'm doing something. And uh, they try to justify, they call it, they lay out that you must do something and then turn around and try to say it's not work. I, I don't understand, but that's when we allow man's ideas to mix with the things that are actually in the Word of God. And uh, so he, he, cert- he said, I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For neither received it, neither, sorry, for I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Let me pause here just a moment. That that uh, I mentioned a while ago. There's people that are saying, "Oh, well, Paul got this new thing from God in this new gospel, and 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 it's different." So we go by Paul's gospel instead of Christ. I've actually had people tell me to take a verse like John three sixteen that is clear gospel, and and saying that you can't use that to witness to somebody because Jesus said it instead of Paul. Sorry, Paul is not more important than Jesus. Paul. Pre- Christ. Paul was a messenger and preached what Christ taught. What he's saying here, he's not saying in this verse that I got some new gospel or this new thing and uh, that, that he said. So what he said here was, um, he said, neither I received it of man. I did not receive it of man, uh, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. He's referring to his journey on the road to Damascus when he's going to round up Christians, and he had a unique conversion. Every other conversion experience in the Bible, you have it might have been Jesus in the Gospels, like uh, the woman at the well in Samaria, for example, or, or, or others, or the apostles, or the disciples went out and preached. Every, or you have uh, in, in Acts, where uh, the uh, Philip went and talked to the Ethiopian eunuch in a chariot. Somewhere along the way, there was a messenger that um, a man, a preacher, a witness, uh, a soul winner took the gospel to a person. And that example is all the way through the Bible. Somebody told them. What Paul is saying here, not that he got a new kind of gospel from God. What he's saying is he had a very unique conversion experience. No one else in history got saved the way Paul did. Now, he still got saved by Christ. He still got saved because Jesus died on the cross. He still got saved the same way as far as the, the how, how you describe it doctrinally, if you will. But the messenger was Jesus himself. That, that's, that's unique. And it was after the resurrection. And uh, so Paul had a very unique experience. He said, It was not a man. Uh, a man didn't give it to me. He said, I got saved f- straight from the revelation of Christ. And uh, so that, that's what he's referring to here. And, uh, and uh, verse 13 explains it now. He said, For ye have heard of my conversion, and at times past in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it. And uh, notice, real quick, he referred to that as a Jews' religion. Re- remember, I say often, and, and the, the description when you see, look at the uh, uh, Gospels, when Jesus was on earth, and Jesus often he had dealings with the Jews, or or the Jews tried to question him. Or to, that was a religious crowd, not necessarily the race of people. Um, that uh, it, it would, that's the religion. Those were the Pharisees and and etc. So so Paul here is, if you go back in other places and 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 throughout his writing, you you find that uh, Paul being a Hebrew, uh, uh, being uh, born of an Israelite, that that uh, he, uh, he had a heart, he had a burden for those people to get saved. So he's referring specifically to the religious crowd here. So he called it the Jews' religion. And uh, that uh, through that, he thought he was doing good and persecuted um, people and thought it was in the name of God. Verse 14, and profited, and profited in the Jews' religion above many my equals and mine own nation being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my father. In other words, he took it serious. He was super religious and and uh, even killing people. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. I, I like that, that, that he said he knew God, he met Jesus, uh, he got so he got saved, and the first thing he did, he knew God wanted him to preach the gospel, and he said he didn't even have to talk to men about it. And uh, there, there's a place throughout the Bible. There's plenty of references that we need to have good counsel and good teaching and 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 help and and have that fellowship with other Christians. Um, definitely need that. But this is something that Paul knew he was going to preach, and uh, to do what God told him to do, he didn't have to go uh, confer with man to go figure it out. He, he didn't have to go talk to other men to see, you know, if if he should or or could or or if they think he's qualified or or. Um, it, it, so he he went he went on to to preach, he said, "I conferred not with flesh and blood. He said, neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went down into Arabia and returned again into Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him fifteen days. He's talking about his time when he first got saved, he didn't run to the church to get permission. And, and uh, he, he went out, but he went to, they said, the backside of the desert. There's other references where I believe he had some time with God. Uh, there's references through Paul's writing that he saw heaven. And uh, But then he came back and said he couldn't talk about it. And uh, so there's references there. We're not sure exactly what happened, but it appears that he took three years in the desert and spent some time with God. That was some serious time with God that he learned and got some insight directly from God. And uh, um, so, <clears throat> and 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 I, be- I, be- I believe this, a couple things. And uh, this is... S- um, sort of my opinion, but but it fits within the scripture idea here. Is one is the idea of Paul being an, an apostle. Uh, that means he had to be he had to see Christ, and he was taught by Christ. And uh, so that uh, Christ had already been dead and resurrected. That puts Paul in a very unique place. Part of his time where he saw heaven was just learning. This time he was in Ra- Arabia, I believe he saw that. The other thing too, is no, I, I do not believe, it. and the evidence in the Bible proves this. this is not my opinion versus other people out there this is this is Bible. Paul did not get a new revelation of a new gospel. This is not a new age of gospel. this is not a new way to get saved, um, but what I believe this time with God was for Paul was Paul was going taking the gospel outside of the Jewish tradition, and and we'll see this thought in a moment, and, and taking it to people that have never heard the gospel before. Paul was newly saved. Paul needed to have something that the disciples had, the other apostles that learned with Jesus. Spent a little over three years with Jesus. Oh, Paul went and spent some time, I believe, one-on-one with Jesus so that he could have that insight. Remember, these were the people being inspired to write the New Testament. They had the Old Testament. It's referenced. It's used. That was their Bible. But th- they were the ones having it. Paul needed that extra training because of the mission and what God had had for him. And that's what part of what made him an apostle versus another disciple or preacher or or people that come after him serving God. And uh, so that was that time in the desert. And he came. Then he came to see Peter, but the other apostles saw uh, none, uh, save James, Lord's brother. Uh, now the things which I write unto you behold before God, I lie not. Afterwards I came by reason of Syria and Cecilia, and was unknown by face unto the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. I believe God, uh, God also gave Paul that break in the desert, uh, for people to calm down and realize that he's not the one persecuting them. So when he comes back as a preacher, um, they accepted him. um, But they had heard only that he was which persecuted us in times past, now preaching the faith which once he destroyed, and they glorified God in one. Now to chapter 2, And 14 years after I went again to Jerusalem uh, with Barnabas and took Titus with me also, and uh, so it's been a while. He's been preaching for a while now. And, uh, and I went up by revelation and communicated with them uh, that the gospel, that revelation, again, is not God giving them some new uh, thing or, or something new that the other apostle didn't know. That, that idea there of revelation is there, was been, there were several times in Paul's journeys where you find the Holy Spirit came to Paul and told him which direction to go. And told him where to go. And uh, so that's all that is, and communicated unto the gospel. Uh. Them that gospel which I preach on the Gentiles, but privately to them which were of reputation, the reputation those are the the other apostles, the ones people knew, Peter and John and and and, and the ones that are known there. Uh, Lest by any means I should run or had run in vain. So it's been about fourteen years, and he's get basically given a report back to the church in Jerusalem, um, with the, with the other apostles. But neither Timothy, who was with me, being a Greek was compelled to be circumcised. That circumcision was a Jewish tradition. Um, God did give him, yes, but it was never about salvation. And uh, so that's what's going to be dealt with throughout Galatians. Now, the reason that's come up and the reason that's mentioned here, um, Titus is a young preacher, but he was a Greek. And uh, he, w- he was... Uh, um, they, they were compelling. They were trying to get him to follow the Jewish traditions. And, uh, and that because of false brethren, unawares brought in, who came in privily to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage. So they're trying to put this thing of circumcision back on as, as, a, as a Jewish tradition. And some are even making a part of salvation and think, well, if you're saved, you need to do this. Well that's that's not Bible, that's not of God, that's not what's put in and and uh, that's not not part of it. and Paul even referenced the the, the, uh, the term liberty here to whom we get placed by subjection, know not for an hour that he that, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you uh, but of these who seem to be somewhat whatsoever they were, it maketh no matter to me. God accepteth no man's person, uh, for they who seem to be somewhat in confidence adding nothing to me. And uh, so he's going on, um, by contrary wise, when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me, as the gospel of the circumcision was unto Peter. And uh, so they're seeing that now there's something about to happen here that's going to give a clarification And what this clarification is too. first of all, on the surface, the difference is uh, God sent the apostle, left Peter in Jerusalem, and Peter was the preacher, if you will, or or the apostle to the Jews. He stayed in Jerusalem and uh, at that church. Paul went outside of that area, and Paul's ministry was to the Gentiles. That's the first distinguishing difference here. But also, the the wording is a, is a, is a little troubling that uh, we're going to see here. That it says Paul, uh, Peter, is the gospel of the circumcision, and uh, Paul is of uncircumcision. Um, now. There's a thing that's good clear. But now, again, some would say, well, that's because Peter did preach a different gospel. And then Paul has this new revelation from God. That's not what's going on here. And and uh, we'll see here in just a moment. Verse 8 For he that wrought effectively in Peter to the apostleship of the circumcision, the same was mighty in me toward the Gentiles. And uh, so, God, um, same God, same leader. And when James, Stephen, and John. Who seem to be pillars perceived the grace that was given unto me, they gave to me and Barnabas the right hands of fellowship, and we should go unto the heathen and they unto the circumcision. So they gave, so they had an agreement at least of direction and gospel, and and the church was accepting of Paul. Only they. With that we should remember the poor, the same which also I afford to you. But when Peter was come to Antioch, I withstood him to the face, because he was to be blamed. So notice we got this thing that sounds good while they're in the church, and, and what Paul was doing, he wasn't there to disrupt what they were doing in Jerusalem. But he had some concerns, but made the reference of, yeah, they're there, the ministry, if you will, of in the in the people of the circumcision, Paul was going to another way, and they agreed. Yeah, we're glad God gives you grace. You go kind of like um, you know we're okay, but but uh, you go that way, and they had fellowship. But notice when uh, Paul saw him another time, or Paul saw Peter, in Antioch, he said, "I withstood him to the face because he was to be blamed." So uh, apparently Peter was taking a little much exactly what was said or how he said it. Um, and 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 this idea of circumcision was a big deal to Peter, and uh, so the uh, so Paul had some words with him, and uh, and verse twelve for before certain came from James he did eat with the Gentiles, but when they were come he withdrew and separated himself, fearing them which were of the circumcision. Um, that's talking referring to Peter. So in other words, Peter was uh, they, they were eating. He was eating with Gentiles. He was fellowshipping with Gentiles. He, had, he didn't seem to have a problem with the Gentiles. But when other, other uh, Jews were around, he, uh, he pulled away. He wouldn't, he wouldn't sit with the Gentiles when there were other Jews around. The other Jews disassembled, likewise with him, and so much that Barnabas was also carried away with their d- dissimulation. In other words, the secret or hiding or that action or that attitude that uh, even Barnabas got caught up in it a little bit. Like, uh, okay, we're around Jews, We don't want to be seen with the Gentiles. And uh, so um, that, uh, um, so it wasn't so much about preaching a different gospel, per se, but it was their attitude of, you know, kind of like, we have a backdoor where some people preach sometimes like, uh, um, I, I've heard people say, "Well, yeah, salvation is by grace, but you know, if you still act a certain way, if you still do this, if if you commit any sin or 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 do something that that you must not really be saved." It's uh, that type of stuff, and and uh, that may be what's going on here. But but Paul called them out, and uh, verse fourteen. But when I saw that they walked not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel, I sent Peter before them all. If thou being a Jew livest after the manner of Gentiles and not as I do the Jews, why compellest thou the Gentiles to live as the Jews? He, he said you are you're called Peter a hypocrite basically he said you 're acting one way, but then then uh, you, you want everyone else to do something different uh, he said you're in other words peter 's kind of hanging out with the Gentiles. he 's living he he realizes there 's some liberty in christ and and, and he 's living and, and enjoying life in, in that sense. I mean we know Peter was a strong preacher and loved god but but uh, he he's he 's living with some of the the liberties in other words he 's not under still He's not under the Jewish religion. He's saved now, and he can fellowship with other people. And uh, he can have that, but, well, if you're a Gentile, you you got to be like us, though. And uh, so he's... Uh, um, um, I, I want to go to... Uh, where's my note? Another scripture show that back in Romans chapter 4... And we'll jump back to Galatians, but Romans chapter 4, it uh, referred to some of that that, that we t- mentioned earlier that gospel that you received, that he said in chapter 1 of Galatians that, uh, hey, this is how you got saved. This is what happened when you got saved. Uh, this is the actual gospel. And uh, uh, Peter's trying to add, not, not necessarily add to the gospel, probably more of the backdoor type, but. Uh, in Romans chapter 4 and verse 5, "...but to him that worketh not..." But believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly. His faith is counted for righteousness. So it's not of works, but it even gives an example. When I'd say people have, well, they got these different salvations in different times. And, and, and that's what's going on. Like Peter was like, uh, they, Peter was preaching a different salvation than Paul was. And, and, uh, it, it just, it doesn't fit the rest of the Bible. Here's one of the proofs. Um, even as David, All the way back in the Old Testament, even as David also describeth the blessedness of man, unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works. So David, they would have had the priest. They would have had the sacrifice. They did that. But that's not where God saw their righteousness from. Um, They they would not... uh, um, That's that's not what salvation was. That... uh, um as they're as they're going. So Paul's dealing with this stuff with the other apostles and calling out Peter. And uh but uh let's see where uh, knowing. So he, he clarified, so he said he kind of you're, you're acting one way, want them to do another. Verse 16 of Galatians chapter 2, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law. So he called Peter out, he said, Knowing, you know this. You know the truth. You know what's right. You know that's not how it works, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. For if while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves are also found sinners. Therefore, Christ is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. In other words, he's describing, he says, if we're, if we're trying to be justified by anything we do, um, if, if, uh, so if we're trying to work toward it, um, we're, we're found sinners. That, that, that would be a sin if we did that. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For I, through the law, am dead to the law, that I might live unto God. And in a popular verse that, that applies to how we live. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. For my salvation is Christ. With Christ, but I, I live. Um, I live because of Christ living in me. And in verse 21, and, and, and I like this. Remember, this is a conversation he's having with Peter uh, about his hypocrisy, and he says, "I do not frustrate the grace of God." In other words, we're not adding to salvation. If God did it and God loved us so much, he sent his son to die and Jesus did the hard part on the cross and Jesus shed his blood so I can go to heaven and, and, and I can have that eternal life because of his gift, It wouldn't it be frustrating to God to say, hey, here's grace, here's a free gift and you're still trying to work for it? It's frustrating. He said, I, don't frustrate, I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness come by the law then Christ is dead in vain. So if I had to do anything for my salvation other than uh, believe on Christ and accept the gift, I would be, Jesus died in vain. And uh, so we don't frustrate the grace that God has given us. And uh, we'll get in more depth those first couple of time. Of course, that's the first part of the book, so a little bit of the introduction. And then he deals with more detail throughout the book As we go through Galatians on explaining the separation of our our saved soul and still living in this flesh and how to deal with that. But how it comes back to the the freeness or the liberty we have in salvation, uh, that uh, so that we can make that decision, and uh, or discernment as we've been teaching on the last few weeks, that uh, we can live for God because of our salvation, not to get saved. So with that, let's close. If we we'll stand, we'll close in prayer. And up there, God, I thank you for this wonderful uh, day and. That we can be around your word, God. I pray that you'll help us as we go through Galatians and uh, learn and understand what this thing about salvation really means, and uh, but how to apply it and live it, and uh, as as we're saved. and And I know as 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 I kind of presented today, and the book is written to those already saved. But uh, God, if there's someone hearing this message that That is not sure or need or, or unsure of their eternity and needs to get saved. God, that they'd reach out and, uh, let us help show them the gospel. But God, I pray that you'll help us as we learn to distinguish the truth in your word and, uh, that so that we can understand how to live for you even better. And God, I pray that you'll help us and, uh, give us your strength as we live for you this week. And Jesus' name, amen.